gotta put on your announcer's voice. Welcome to the first annual review of the Oscars on a million media to consume before you die podcast. Yeah. Or should we have it like different every year? Oscars 2017 and then Oscars 2018. See, but that's confusing because it the Oscars happened in 2017, but, but they were for the movies for 2016. Yeah. So... And they also have a number. It's like the 80... I think this was the 89th? Sure. We'll, we'll go with that. Or maybe it was the 90th. It was one of the two. I'm pretty sure it's 89 because... Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. So... 11 away from 100. Yeah. And then, imagine all the lists that'll come out. The 100 Oscar Best Picture winners ranked. Oh, man. I'll have to watch them all again and do a, a re... A re-up of it. Oh, that sounds really bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's there's something about them that okay. you know that's a little intriguing. Okay. And some of them are terrible, but okay. Uh, yep. But uh, so I didn't watch any of them. I I know a few of the winners, so Ooh. I, I know a few of the spoilers. So, um. Just, and I think I heard that there was a bit of a controversy with the uh, big picture one. Yeah, but... you heard there was a bit of a controversy. Yeah, apparently something happened. So... Wait, you don't know what happened? Did some... Okay, so like... <laughs> Wait, so I get to explain to you what happened? I guess so. <laughs> well, that's at the end, so maybe should we... Okay, well, we're going to start with whatever they did, right? See, let's see how much I can remember. Because I was... I had a beer or, or 12 <laughs> <laughs> as I was watching the Oscars alone in my apartment. Okay, so what we're doing is that we're going... Is that Dave is going to elevator pitch me the uh, Oscars of 2017 covering 2016 films. And... Uh, you're just gonna try to sell me on the presentation of the award show, and I'll try to rank it on the list of a million. As high as possible, or as low as possible, depending. Because really, this was a pretty good Oscars, I'd say. Yeah. You saying that Jimmy Kimmel was a good host? He was, yeah, he was good. I mean, he's better than, like, Fallon. Okay. But Fallon did not do the Oscars. He did the Golden Globes. Right. Last year, Chris Rock did the Oscars. Right. And he was good. And then the year before, it was... Was it Ellen the year before that? Yeah. Or was it... Or no, it was, there was... Was there someone in between? It, it was... Oh, it was it Neil was, Patrick Harris. Uh, yeah. And everybody disliked his performance. It was, and that just must have crushed him. It was Ellen, and then... Oh, was it Neil Patrick Harris? Then there was the uh, James Franco and... Well, uh, that one was a while ago. Okay. And then Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin co-hosted it recently. Right. I think those were all the recent ones. John Stewart did it twice. Okay. Yeah. So, have you watched uh, many Oscars? Yeah, I'd say I'd probably, I've watched them since 2004. I think the year Million Dollar Baby won was probably the first year I watched a complete Oscar ceremony. Okay. That every one up until then. I, yeah, okay. Um, so, 
Have you watched any previous ones or like just any really old ones? Not just like a couple clips. Okay. Um, Cause really, honestly, they're not great. I mean, yeah, they're not all that fun just to sit down and watch like a three-hour right. ceremony, especially when you already know all the winners. Right. <laughs> okay. And yeah, I guess so. Um, personally, I've watched maybe one of them some time ago. It was a little bit before the Dark Knight one. I remember vaguely that it was before that issue happened. So, um, and probably some time after Titanic. So, somewhere in between those years. So, yeah. Um, I don't really, I don't watch very many awards shows because I personally just don't like them. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, I have watched at least one, like all of the award shows at least once. I've, I've watched the BET one once. I've seen the Kids' Choice Awards once. Uh, I think that was the one where Jack, Jack Black was hosting. Did he get slimed? I don't, I don't remember, but... Um, Someone got slimed. But MTV's thing was... They have a bunch. Yeah, like they have a thing. I watched like the Grammys at some point. Yeah, and... Yeah, none of those things are really interesting. Oh, yeah, and the game. <laughs> the games. The Spike Game Award. I don't know what they're... It's called. I think it's actually canceled now. They don't have those anymore. So the uh, host the, of the Spike TV Games Awards just made his own uh, show <laughs> that is streamed online. So I feel like Spike is eventually just going to become the Star Wars channel and they're just going to rerun Star Wars movies 24/7 once there's enough once of them. There's enough, yeah. I I isn't that I I assumed that that was the the manly channel yeah. where just it's things that are for men or whatever. Spike TV. Where... And then uh Spike Lee sued them because it was like, "Hey, my name's Spike." But then they're like, yeah, but that's just a word, so yeah. you don't get it. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's dumb. Spike Lee is kind of dumb. Hey, but Do the Right Thing is an all-timer. I actually don't know that one. But, uh... Yeah. So, for the Oscars... I don't know what I was going to say, but... <laughs> But which one would you say is the best, um, I don't know, uh, host? The best host? I, I gotta say Ellen. I think she was my favorite. I really liked her second time okay. hosting. Okay. I wish she'd come back. Alright, so would you be upset if if one person was chosen and then that person constantly did the hosting forever onwards? No, I kind of like that because that happened it's happened previously like bob hope hosted it forever right? yeah and then mm -hmm. uh johnny carson right and until then billy crystal until all of them died well billy crystal's still alive <laughs> is he yeah oh okay but what? he had like one final hosting where because it was supposed to be eddie murphy but then uh. brett ratner 
said uh, rehearsals is rehearsals are for fags, and then got fired as the producer. And then Eddie Murphy left with him, and then they brought uh, Billy Crystal in as the replacement host. And oh. it didn't really. It wasn't that great. Brett Ratner. Oh my god. <laughs> Why is he still relevant? Because <laughs> uh. he could bring them Murphy. See, and then when he left, Murphy left too. So they were making a movie together at the time. That oh. Tower Heist. Okay, so something dumb. Yeah, it was like people robbing, people robbing their company because you know because the big wigs are bad and we're gonna steal the money. Oh, okay. Well, then Eddie Murphy is like the streetwise guy they hired to teach him how to rob things. Because they're it's like Ben Stiller and Matthew Broderick and a bunch of like nerdy white dudes, and they're like, we need a, we need a black man to teach us how to, how to be a criminal. Is it? I think I, I haven't seen the movie. Oh, isn't that? I, I thought that was uh with a different set of characters. Like, I mean, it's like the isn't it? Isn't it three white people, and then they ask like the black person to to like. Was it robbing? I think it was killing them, right? Oh, that was horrible bosses. See, this is just a whole like subgenre of movies. Oh, okay. So that was with um. That was with like the office guy, and then the guy from was, Arrested Development. Yeah, and then Charlie Day from from uh, always Sunny. Sunny. Yeah, and then I think Jamie Fox was the guy. Yeah, that they right, were. right, right. So I didn't realize that this was a whole thing. But there's just a whole like subgenre of people like robbing their company movies. <laughs> if there's fun with Dick and Jane, then there's oh, yeah. well now there's those there's a new one. It's like it's three old people robbing a bank. And I forget what it's called. It's something That's part of another subgenre of old people comedy <laughs> movies. Okay. Like with Las Vegas and the Bucket List. Oh, yeah. And Bad Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Dirty Grandpa. One of them's a Johnny... One of them's a Jackass movie, and yeah. one of them stars Robert De Niro. Oh, you're right. There is the one that stars Ro Robert De Niro. I completely forgot about that one. But, uh, yeah, that's... The one, the Johnny Knoxville one was the one that I was referring to. Uh, in any case, though. The Oscars. So, shall we start with the Oscars presentation? Sure. All right. So you're going to have to walk me through this. All right. So I didn't really watch much of the red carpet. Okay. That's fine. I sort of had it on mute, you know. The red carpet is. I don't like kind of those kind of interviews. They kind of make me uncomfortable. Just... The red carpet is, uh, what was it? It's just a pre-show type of thing, so that's not relevant. Yeah. And then most of the interviewers don't really... Interview? So. Yeah, and, and, and they probably haven't seen any of the movies and don't really know anything about the people they're talking to. Yeah. I do remember this one time where Tom Cruise was being interviewed, <clears throat> was being interviewed, and uh, the interviewer was a joke person, and he had, like, a, a flower, I guess. And Oh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that... Was it Sasha Baron Cohen? Didn't he? No, he was the other way around. Like he, yeah. he goofed off with Ryan Seacrest. Like he yeah. was playing a character. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, that was a different thing. Isn't Sasha yeah, then he got... Cohen banned from the Oscars now? Is he? 
I mean, there's not much of a reason he would go anyway. But... Well, no. I, didn't he, like, pull a prank during, like, the show? I don't know. I know he did, like, a weird thing at the Grammys, I think. Oh, okay. I think it was like, the he Grammys. came down from, like, the ceiling yeah, and landed ceiling. on Eminem. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was the Grammys. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But he, like, like dumped ashes on Ryan Seacrest on the red carpet one time. Oh. <laughs> but I think they were fake ashes. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he was, like, playing a character. I think that's what happened. I think he was playing the dictator character. Okay. Well, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So it starts with Justin Timberlake singing his Can't, Can't Stop the Feeling, I think it's called, from Trolls. Because that was nominated for Best Original Song. You know, and it's good. It's a good little, it's a fun, it got everybody kind of up and moving right at the start. Okay. <laughs> and I kind of liked that. I liked starting with that instead of like another, a lot of times they'll start with just... A remembrance? Or no, a musical number done by the host that'll just like, they'll like do a song parodies of all the all the movies that are nominated or the... Like, if they have someone who's, like, a song and dance person, like Neil Patrick Harris or right. Hugh Jackman when he did it. Oh. People always say he did one of the best ones. Hugh Jackman? Yeah. All right. Because, you know, he's a showman. I never saw Les Mis, so I don't really know. Uh, that, that, to me, that the movie shouldn't be your first introduction to the musical because the movie is well, no 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 i mean uh what i mean is hugh jackman yeah but i'm just saying maybe watch like one of the anniversary concerts yeah right instead really, of the movie obviously watch the musical the actual stage play first mm -hmm. but uh, yeah what i'm saying is that i've never seen hugh jackman do a stage play like you didn't thing. see him in the oklahoma thing that they taped for pbs nope never heard of it this is actually my first it's like time. a bunch of like australians doing oklahoma and then oh it's pretty i mean it's good i guess if you i mean oklahoma is just sort of yeah right. it's only so good but all right it's important in the history of broadway if you want to get into that but <laughs> okay all right so so justin timberlake does a song right and then uh jimmy kimmel comes out you know does his monologue it's funny he has some funny jokes. Okay. And then... I can't remember what all the categories, what order they were in. But the oh, first, okay. no, but the first award is Best Supporting Actor. Oh, that's... I think that's a pretty major one. Yeah, they always start with either that or Supporting Actress. They kind of start with a big one. Okay. It's usually Supporting Actor. Okay. And then uh, the winner was Mahershala Ali from Moonlight. Okay. Still Pretty much expected. It. Okay. But it was, you know, good. Thumbs up for that. He gave a good speech, I think. <laughs> I sort of... <laughs> I was loving everyone's speeches that were happening, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad that guy won. He gave a good speech to his mom, and he thanked his mom up in heaven. Were you, like, six beers in at this time? Probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you said 12 beers, right? A dozen? Well, that... Yeah. At least a dozen. <laughs> At least a dozen. So how how quickly did you? Well, because I I did a little, uh, as the term would say, like a little pre-show, a little pre-showing. Okay. okay. All right. So. Because <laughs> I think I made hot. I think I did hot dogs and had some baked beans and 
some cr crispy crowns, okay. bacon in the oven. Okay. That's my usual Sunday get drunk meal <laughs> where I usually watch a WWE pay-per-view, but at this time it was the Oscars. Oh my gosh, this is... Okay, okay. Yep, alright. And see, because you see this cup I have. Yes. I usually, I do two cans in the cup at a time. And oh, that's okay. why I have, like, I always have, like, a big... Okay. I have a big glass with me. It's not a glass. It's it's, it's plastic. It's a plastic. And I get it. I get what you're saying. But, uh... Well, for the listeners. All right. So, I think during this time, uh, which was that Sunday, the previous Sunday, um, yes. <laughs> Whenever the Oscars was being held... I was doing a event for uh, a video game, so I kind of barely paid attention to uh, what was going on on Twitter when they were saying, oh, congratulations to this person. Yay! Yeah! Yeah, okay, so... Alright, uh, what else is there? Well, wait. Because uh, I, I know that there's one for uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, it was. Wait, let me, because I can get a list of what order the nominations went in. Right. Let's see if I can remember what they were. So then next, because that's actually the next two up. It was... Okay. This, whoever came up, I don't remember who the presenters were, but they did costume design and makeup and hairstyling. Right. Damaged. <laughs> so costume design... I don't remember what one. I'm blanking. It wasn't. <laughs> oh no, I remember what one. It was um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Cause that and then. Um, okay. I guess. I forget what her name is, but she's she's kind of a famous costume designer, and she's won a lot of Oscars. Okay. And then she was sort of surprised she won and didn't really have anything prepared to say. She was like, "Oh wow, yeah, thanks." And then. Oh, so she's she just thought that her work was so bad or no or it was just you know another job i guess so you know it was a harry potter yeah. movie yeah it's just she just didn't give a shit about it i mean you know I, she probably i mean she's happy to have it she's happy but someone tweeted like like this is probably the one she'll most likely forget that she won <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then her makeup and hairstyling suicide squad won yeah which makes me very happy I'm glad Suicide Squad because, is an Academy Award winning movie. <laughs> because of Damaged? Well, and because of like Killer Croc and El Diablo oh my and, and the Enchantress. Enchantress. Okay. You know, June Moon. Okay. What a film. Uh, what a film. It's rated pretty low on our list. Just FYI to our listeners. <laughs> But I'm a fan. <laughs> okay. In any case, though, uh, what next? There was a documentary feature and the OJ Made in America TV miniseries one. And that's sort of a question of, it's not really a film. Well, was it shown in the Los Angeles theaters? It probably was, but it was like an ESPN, like 30 for 30 Right. Documentary series. And right. it won an Emmy. Right. It won an Emmy and, and an Oscar. Right. I think, well, the criteria is that it has to be in a uh, 
in a Los Angeles theater at this point in time. I'm just saying it's cheating. It's 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 a TV show that won. So as long well as long as it did the prerequisite thing, then I think it's fine. But and even I don't even know if documentaries follow the same. Do, oh, they may criteria. Not. They that and foreign language film because they have they like do like short lists for those and then they like keep calling them down until they get oh okay didn't know that so that, that I think they, they do that with the shorts too well and animated films they like they have a set list that you have to vote off of right yeah so that one and then we got the sound so alright so now we have the sound and it's sound editing and sound mixing. Arrival, one sound editing. Hacksaw Ridge, one sound mixing. Okay. <laughs> so there's... Well, now, you'll maybe see a pattern in that La La Land, you know, the front runner, hasn't won anything yet. And it's oh, been nominated has in... Has that been nominated for all of these? It's been, it, it was nominated for costumes and both the sounds. Okay. And especially sound mixing, and it was a musical. Right. And it didn't win. Right. So just keep that in mind. Okay. And now we have actress in a supporting role, which was Viola Davis. We all knew for fences she was going to win. You know, and she gave a great speech that was sort of weird. Like, it started with, she said something about, like, like going to a graveyard or, like, the best performers are... In, a, in the graveyard or something. It was weird. They're all dead now. Or something. <laughs> and then... But it was, you know... But she said it with such conviction. And it was like, oh, she's going to win an Emmy for that speech that she gave at the Oscars. You can do that? No. But the Oscars can win an Emmy for best, like, live production. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's cute. And then we had best foreign language film. Which was The Salesman. Uh... Oh. A movie from Iran. Which was based off of The Salesman. I think The Death of a Salesman. Yeah, that's what I meant. The Death of a Salesman. But, you know, because of the travel ban. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the director said he wasn't coming. So he kind of so two other people came up and gave a speech for him. And talked about... Um, political things. Political things. Yep. And then there was a animated short, which was a Pixar short about like a bird, and okay. then animated feature, which uh, was Zootopia, like I told you it would be. Even though in my official predictions I changed it to Kubo because I'm like I think maybe Kubo will win, like you said, and it didn't win. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was thinking more of a it's like a last hurrah type of situation. So it so. But it I think they been... are gonna make other movies. Like, I don't know where you heard that from. I tried to look it up, and I saw no indication that they're not going to okay. continue to make movies. Okay. Okay, then I might be... Even me. though Kubo was just the better of those two, better probably than any other movie in the category, but I haven't seen the two. The Red The Turtle. foreign language, or My Life as a Zucchini. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I was making the prediction based off of the information that I had, and that may be in suspect now. <laughs> but uh, but then I thought it would just be maybe Kubo would win because it was a good movie. A good movie, and then well, I heard that Zootopia was also really good. So 
Yeah, but not as good as Kubo. Okay, well... But then again, I should have known, because the Academy usually, especially with animated feature... Goes for Disney. Or once they get on track of, like, they were giving it to Pixar year after year after year, and then even the year where Disney made a better movie with Wreck-It Ralph. Over Brave. Yeah, Yeah, but then Brave won still. It's like they were still in that mode of giving it to Pixar. Right, yeah. So now they're sort of in the mode of giving it to Disney. Yeah, all right, well... Because, like, what, Big Hero 6 won. Yeah. Frozen won. I think that's it. And then now Zootopia's won. Right. Pixar wasn't even nominated this year with Finding Dory. Or uh, Inside Out. Well, that was that won the year before. Oh, that was last year? Okay. All right, that's... Okay. And I'm trying to think. I can't remember if there was any like funny things that had happened in between all these things but let's just get through the right awards right all right so then there's production design which i think that one finally went to la la land okay yes okay and then uh visual effects which went to the jungle book i predicted kubo again because, because i'm like well because that was no because it was more because last year ex machina won and that was, it sort of, it looked like they just picked the best movie out of the five. Oh, and the right. one that sort of stood out. So I'm like, well, Kubo kind of stands out among these five nominees. So right. maybe that'll get some sort of plurality somehow. Oh. But instead... Uh, wait, uh, wait, I thought you predicted Doctor Strange. Uh, I probably predicted Jungle Book. Okay. But then officially, in my official Gold Derby predictions, which I got like less than 50%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I predicted a La La Land sweep. Oh, right. No, then I changed a couple. And then the ones I changed from the La La Land sweep were the ones La La Land won. And then the <laughs> ones I kept the same for La La Land were the ones that didn't win. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So. So whenever you hear me make predictions on the Oscars, no matter how confident I sound, I'm probably wrong. So, And I'm basing most of my predictions not on how on uh, empirical evidence or anything but more so just on what i think of the movies what i personally think is the thing so yeah and then yes film editing i believe went to hacksaw ridge but i'm frantically trying to look it up now okay to see if i'm right because it might have been La La Land, but I'm pretty sure it was Hacksaw Ridge. Which I guess makes sense, since it was a war movie. Yeah, it won. Okay. Hacksaw Ridge. Well, well, I guess we should sort of talk about what every category is. Sure, let's go. Let's go. Let's go back a few steps and mm. let's let's start at the beginning again. And well, not like with which the... is a very good place to start. Yeah, please murder me for saying that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyways, well, I... what was it? What was it? What was the original one? Costumes, right? That was that's or, first. Well, acting and costumes and makeup are all. Right. Supporting, the like supporting, supporting actor yeah, yeah. slash actress is basically not the main character. Then, uh... Cost... Even though that's sort of questionable, but... Yeah. Then costume, or like a... Or the other main character. Even, there, there are just... There's cases of category fraud 
oh. in both both in oh, okay. supporting and lead. You could some people are sort of in the middle of you like could, how um what was it the uh, Matt Damon Mars movie got nominated for comedy slash musical in at the some, Golden Globes. Yeah, but this is more like Violet Davis. You could argue that she was a lead in Fences, right? And honestly, she probably could have won in lead for Fences this year. But All right. Well, let's see. And then after that was um, costumes, this, right? Yeah. And we makeup. all know what that means. Makeup, and then, we all know what that means. Uh, so sound editing and mixing. Okay, so what is the difference between sound editing and mixing? So sound editing is the actual sounds okay. themselves. Okay. Sound mixing is how they are used in the movie and how they're like layered and mixed in okay. a movie. Okay. That's why musicals tend to be nominated in that category. Right. But not in editing. Right. And then after that was uh production design. Production design. Besides all the like just documentary and animated, like you know what those mean. Right. right. And then there are short films that they Yeah. That I think you have to submit to the academy. Okay. And stuff. I don't know. I'm not sure on the rules. Nobody really Okay, so cares about those. So, like, production design is basically set, the, right? like yeah. on set, and like how everything looks on set. Yeah, the mi- the mise en scène, the mise en scène. Yeah, yeah, that thing. And uh, so, documentaries and and animated features are not will never be nominated for this category. Yeah, even though documentary is sort of, eh, but I think definitely. There's art designers, and because sometimes this category has been called art direction. Okay. And, I mean, there's definitely art directors. Yeah. On animated films. Yes. <laughs> All right, so so depending on how they word the, uh, the award, then it... And there's probably production designers on animated films, right? Or at least uh, a facsimile thereof, a facsimile thereof. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, pretty much. You have to, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they can be nominated for Best Visual Effects, which yeah. is the next category. Right. Which is the explosions and mm-hmm. the whatevers. And even though I'm sort of... And the CG. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it's just CG that this award is based on. Well, or if there's practical effects. It used to be practical effects, and now it's just mostly CG now. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know if they... Because I'm not sure when they changed it to visual effects. Right. Because then... Because you got to think... Because makeup, then it's a separate award. So yeah. those aren't counted in yeah. visual effects. Right. Well, then there isn't like a best stunts I'm assuming award. visual effects have... Like have to do with like stunts and just basically making things look as seamless as possible. Yeah, and that's but that's sort of a blurry or thing. or seamless slash um, believable as possible. Like it's a fake explosion, but it looks real or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, or in La- in Jungle Book's case, like there's animals there. They're not real, but we feel like they're real. Yeah, basically, yes. And then, uh, what else? And then we're up to editing again. Okay, editing. All right. So, what is film editing? Is it basically 
somebody going on Adobe, like After Effects or something. Somebody like putting together the film. Yeah, so yeah, someone who who puts who cuts all the clips together the film. Yeah, yeah, puts all the clips together. And I think people sort of think if a movie's too long, they go like, "Oh, there was bad editing" or something. But that's not the editor's decision of what is and isn't in the movie. It's yeah. Like, they don't go, oh, this scene doesn't work in the movie. I'm going to cut it out. Like, that's not up to them. Yeah, I don't, so, really, you know. I don't, really, I don't really know any of that stuff, so. Like, I would assume that that would be, like, the director's job. Yeah, I think directors probably have a pretty big hand in... In the editing part? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, well, hey, you know, there are some director's cuts of things. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Even though, but the, even if they didn't edit the director's cut. But I guess because the studio can sort of take a movie away from a director. Yes. And have their own edit. Yes. Which is what happens you know, with a lot of films. Film is a collaborative endeavor. Not according to Roger Ebert. Or people of, uh, of his time. I guess film critics of his time. What are you talking about, like the auteur? Uh, yeah, just the auteur thing. Like, the director is in command, therefore he is, therefore that is, it's, it was like a thing when, um... It's still a thing, it's, when, but it's like a French thing. Well, what I mean is that it's a, it was a thing in terms of, uh, when movies were considered controversial and not as art forms, if you get what I mean. Uh, during a time when... People blamed films for causing atrocities to happen or people going crazy. And uh, and they said that, oh, it's not art because there are multiple people working on it. And then they made up the excuse saying that uh, directors were the, were the auteurs and therefore they were the ones that were like in command and it was their vision that you're seeing. Yeah, and then auteur theory can work with some directors. Yeah. Like, you can look at Alfred Hitchcock's filmography or Howard Hawks's filmography and... Woody Allen. Yeah, and, like, find, like, narrative and visual threads, but... Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot of directors that are more workmanlike. But even then, that could be fun to even look at it, but... Yeah. It's not a be-all, end-all yeah. thing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I also believe that it's a collaborative effort more than a single auteur type of thing. But for most films, anyways. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just. And you could probably make the case that the writer might be also the one you should a be major looking part at. It, but then again, there's movies that have six different writers, so then you're sort of. Yeah. You kind of get lost in that, too. Yeah. It's almost like there's not just one way you can view all movies. It's almost like all movies aren't made the same way or something. Or it's almost as if you can't just give credit to a single person for a good movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright, next. Next is live action short film. I don't remember what one, but I'm pretty sure I didn't guess right. Okay. And then was... Documentary short film, and the winner was The White Helmets. It's like a, about this Syria 
Okay. And I did get that one right, I think. Okay. I haven't Good seen job. any of them. Good job. And next is cinematography. All right, so how? what is the difference between this and directing slash editing? Or production design. Or production See, design. See, that's yes. the thing. It's sort of, it's how the shot is composed. Okay. So, as in how, what the camera sees mm -hmm. instead of... Uh... <clears throat> and lighting, I believe, yes. has something to do with this. Okay. Yep. <laughs> the winner of that was, <clears throat> I believe it was La La Land. Okay. Right. Let's let's make sure. <laughs> so how many have has La La Land one now? Two? Yep. Okay. Hmm. Yep. So that means La La Land, La La Land was really bad, wasn't it? But it's won Oscars. I mean, hey, Moonlight's only won one award so far. Okay. Even though Moonlight is a, is a better movie than The Land, I'm not. So, well, we'll get to that. Okay. And the next is original score, which is the music used in the film. And right. La La Land won that. Right. And then next is original song. So I guess we can talk about songs a little bit because... Right. They all get performed on the show. Yes. So we started with Justin Timberlake. Oh, they do? Okay, cool. Yeah. So his song was nominated and he sang it. Okay. Then uh, Sting did a song. It was for a documentary about okay. a journalist like, who died, or I think who was like beheaded. Okay. Like maybe by ISIS. Okay. And you know, it's a very, I think it's like the empty chair or something. Okay. And it was, you know, a good sad song. Usually the Oscars have a sad song. Okay. From a documentary nominated. Like there was one from uh, a movie called Chasing Ice. And it was called Before My Time. And Scarlett Johansson sang it. And it's still probably my favorite song to ever be nominated for an Academy Award. But it lost to Skyfall. Yeah. I remember that the Lego song was involved, right? Mm-hmm. But they never, they did not get nominated, right? I think the song did, but not the movie. Oh, okay. The song did. All right. Because I know they performed it at the Oscars. I know. They, yeah, I know they performed it. But okay. So is that like just a thing? Yeah, they usually perform the okay. songs. Okay. So... Except one year um, when Seth MacFarlane hosted. He's the one we forgot about. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> that was the Skyfall year. So Skyfall obviously got performed. Right. And then a song from Ted was nominated, so obviously that one got to be performed because... He's there, right? Yeah. And then I think one other one was done by like a pop star or somebody, and that one got performed, but then the two other smaller ones... Did not. Didn't, and they just like played a clip from the song, and it was like, what the hell? Oh. I'd say either perform them or don't perform them. Don't perform three of them. Yeah. Okay. So this year they did all of them. So they did the Justin Timberlake one, the Sting one. Okay. They did the one from Moana, and then the girl from Moana sang it. Okay. And she did really good. But then there were these, um, like, streamer kind of, like, 
sheets that were like blowing like people were holding them in the background like okay. banner flag things to right. make it look like it was like you know like waves in the ocean and stuff because right. that's what the movie's about right and then one of her one of them hit her in the face in like the back of the head but she didn't miss a beat and she kept singing even though <laughs> one smacked her in the face oh that's did, was there like a loud clunk from the microphone i think there might you might have been able to hear it i think okay but it was more in the back like it like swiped her okay so you could visually see it, mm-hmm. but it but it might not have picked up on the microphone. Yeah. All right, but like it was noticeable. Like that, for, she just got hit by one of those things. <laughs> okay, and then there was the two songs from La La Land, uh, "City of Stars" and "Audition," and John Legend performed both of them at the on the show. Okay, he doesn't sing either of them in the movie, but he did both of them. On the show because Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, like I guess, aren't really that good as singers, so they rather have John Legend perform them because he's a professional. Oh, so they ADR'd their their singing. Well, they sing, but that was a big thing about La La Land. People were like they're not even good at singing. Oh no, I'm. Just, I just have perfect pitch. I'm just saying, did they ADR it? As in... I think they might have sang it live in that one. Okay, that's a whole movement that started with like Miz. Yeah. A whole. The we'll old... do a live, even though lame is they shouldn't have done a live, but yeah. But yeah. I mean, but it was it works in okay that movie, and then John Legend, you know, he's a good performer. Yeah. So then, um, City of Stars won best song. So what? That's five for La La Land now. I thought that was three. Four? Oh, no, four. Yeah, four. Four. Yeah, because it wins. Yeah. Six. I think there's two more. Okay. Yes. All right. And then after that... There's the screenplays. Original screenplay and adapted screenplay. Okay. So, screenplays are? Uh, The script of the movie. Yes. What's written. Okay. But, as we all know, films, when we edit them and publish them... Most of the script is probably gone by that point. Yeah, or changed. <laughs> so I think they read the scripts. I think in theory, at least, that's supposed to be what they're okay. voting on. All right. Is that they read the scripts? All I right. think so. Of the finished product or of the draft, I guess? Maybe the shooting script. I'm not sure. And I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure most of them aren't actually reading the scripts, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah. And it used to be like you had to go watch like all the animated shorts and all the foreign language films like in a theater in order to qualify to vote for them. But then they changed it where just anyone can vote for them. Right. So now usually just... The most popular one, or the one that has any sort of name recognition wins. Yeah. People go, I've heard of that. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them, but I've heard that was great. Yeah. Which is problematic. hmm But, yes. We can discuss about the controversies of the Oscars nomination system later. But, All right, uh, so, adapted and original. Yes. So, adapted means it's based on something else. Yep. And original means it's, it's not. It's its own thing. But... Like, real life doesn't count for adapted. So if someone, right, say, writes a movie about Abraham Lincoln, but they don't base it on any source material, right. that's an original screenplay. Right, yes. Yes, it just has to be, if it's a song or a, 
book or something like that that's adapted if it's a previous i guess intellectual property mm-hmm. is is i guess the best way to say it but then usually stuff that's based on historical events is usually based on some sort of book or news article so those usually are in adapted screenplay oh are they now okay and then there's also a sort of weird thing where like whiplash was like it's an original idea from right damien chazelle yeah but he made a short film Ah, of it first so that had to be nominated for best adapted Adapted. even though it's just adapted from his own right short because he previously Mm -hmm. made one and released it okay yeah that makes sense yes even though technically i mean I mean, it's, he's not really adapting it from anything. I mean, I mean, he probably wrote the film script first and then adapted the short yeah. film from that. But right, right, all right. So the winners adapted screenplay was Moonlight because I think that was based on a book, a play, oh, okay. I believe. All right. And then so that I think the original, like author and the director, both did the screenplay. Okay. So they both won. They both got Oscars. And then original was Manchester by the Sea. All right. And that that writer, Kenneth Lonergan, has sort of... He's done, like, plays and stuff, so he's sort of a... He's, he's kind of a high-class sort of guy that they like to give an award to. All right. So La La Land did not win a screenplay. Okay. And then directing. What is Directing. It's the person who was there telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. How, how, how do you think you would judge that, though? By the quality of the film. <laughs> so it's almost like there's this is just best picture yeah. in another category. It's, it's like a secondary Weird, best picture. But, but oddly, it often splits, especially yeah. in the modern, like, past, since yeah. they've gone to ten. yeah. It's been split because they want to give it sort of well, like an it's, honorary Best Picture award to the, but, to the next well, one. Well, it's more it's split because the voting tabulation is different for director and picture. Oh, okay. Okay. Which I guess we'll get into. But then, so Damien Chazelle wins for La La Land. Okay. Best director. All right. And then actor in a leading role goes to Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea. Okay. And then Best Actress in a leading role goes to Emma Stone for La La Land. Okay. And not Arrival? Well, she wasn't nominated. Oh, okay. Not Isabelle Huppert for the foreign language film Elle. Okay. And then not Denzel Washington for Fences for Best Actor. Okay. And right. then, so, there's a couple bits that Jimmy Kimmel did, so maybe I'll... Cover them now. We'll go back a little bit before we get the best picture. Okay. So, we'll go back. Uh, so, one thing that throughout the night they had done, um, actors would talk about uh, a film, and then specifically, like, a, a role in that film that they kind of, that inspired them. Okay. And then they would it would be kind of like a like a prepackaged thing, and then they would come out and present an award with the person they were talking about. 
All right, yeah. And then, so they do that like two times. And then the third one is, well, first, because I don't know if you know, but Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon have this whole, like, feud thing that they do on Jimmy Kimmel's show. Like, they're like mortal enemies. Oh, okay. They hate each other, and it's like a bit that they do. Right. So then the third package is Jimmy Kimmel talking about uh, the Matt Damon film, We Bought a Zoo. And it's sort of like a goof on Matt Damon, because We Bought a Zoo is really dumb. Yeah, that's a very... And it was funny. It was funny to me at the time, because We Bought a Zoo is sort of like a punchline. Yeah. Among kind of film circles. Oh. Okay. And just in general, it's sort of... I don't know if anyone's even seen it. They just nuts. We bought a zoo! I vaguely remember seeing like a trailer for it and thinking, wow, that's a really dumb premise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then his other big bit was uh, there was a bus of people thinking they were like having some sort of like Hollywood tour and they were going to go and see like, I don't know, some examples of like dresses or costumes or something. And then instead they brought the tour bus into the Academy Awards. And then they had him like meet the celebrities in the front row and take pictures with them and stuff. And like they surprised them. Oh, is this like kids? No, adults. But it's just like, oh, the average Joe is in the Oscars and they didn't know what was going to happen. And I kind of muted some of that and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can handle that. I feel like that would have... To me, that sounds like a terrible Yeah, thing. it was. So, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Like, I think I would have preferred if it was just little children being like, oh my god. Because then you could see the innocence. And, and See, then, but then, but the Hollywood people, like just normal people are that. Like, look at these, look at these fools yeah. here to see us. Yeah. Kiss my hand, you son of a bitch. But but when you have adults there doing that, doing the fawning, it seems really uh, creepy. <laughs> is that the best word? Or just uncomfortable, I guess, is what I'm going to say. Because, you know, it just feels kind of demeaning when you do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so, yeah. I think because, probably because for both of us, like, I don't really want to meet celebrities. Like, I have no desire to do that. Yeah. Nah. Like, autographs, like, I've never asked for anyone's autograph ever in my life. Like, I'm not into that sort of thing. Well, well, the thing is, I would only be into it for the monetary purpose of it. (laughs) Just, like, if you you give me, like, a million dollars... Then yeah, sure, I'll meet with you. <laughs> oh yeah, if they're if you're paying me, I'll meet with you. Sure, <laughs> it's usually the other way around. Yeah. Usually, you pay fifty bucks to get an autograph and a picture with somebody. Nah, no, nah, yeah, I, I'd want to get paid in order to get that stuff. <laughs> All so. right, so those were his bits, and then he had okay. some other you know jokes throughout the night that were. Oh, and then he kept um dropping. Like candy and snacks from the ceiling, and they had like little parachutes, and they would like fall down. Okay. And that was sort of a fun little thing. Okay. So. It was it because it was 
near Valentine's? Or, or? it's just more because it's a long ceremony and people are hungry, so you know they get a little treat from the sky. No, they should they should put chicken wings on there. <laughs> I think they had like donuts and like I think it was more like you know like movie theater like candy ah, boxes. Okay. okay, so the snow caps or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or what goobers, raisinets. Yep, and uh, no popcorn. No. Maybe it might have been some popcorn too. Well, like it had to be. I sort of wasn't paying attention, and then even at the time, there were just things falling from the ceiling. I'm like, "What? What is that? Why are the things falling from the ceiling? What is going on?" <laughs> like I must have been paying attention when the bit was introduced. So I'm just like, "What? What is that?" Oh, okay. All right. Uh, is there anything else? Well, there's just the final category. All right, best picture then. All right, best picture. All right. So. So who won? Well, wait. Let's get wait. Oh right, there was a controversy. Yeah. Right. Oh. All right. So, out to announce are Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway for on the fiftieth anniversary of Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, yeah. Being released and not winning Best Picture and uh, In the Heat of the Night one, which is a better movie, but, you know. Okay. But people still... That whole year is really interesting, and there's a book written called, uh, I think it's Pictures, Pictures at the Revolution, well, I and by uh, Mark Harris. Yeah. And he's... And it's sort of a summary of the making of the five movies that... Were nominated for Best Picture. Okay. And that year it was like 1958? Alright. 68? 58. 68. Yeah, 68. Right. And that's really, it's really interesting. And it's sort of kind of new Hollywood versus old Hollywood and a bunch of different factors. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'd recommend that book. But, uh, yeah. Personally, I, I remember liking... Bonnie and Clyde, though I don't remember all that much of it. Yeah, like, I watched it a long, long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So they're out. Okay. And then... So, alright. So this is something to do with the presenters, then. Not exactly. Alright, so... Okay. All so right. Warren Beatty, he has the envelope, so he's supposed to read it and you know they do they say whatever you know wow what a great year for movies blah 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 and then so he opens it and the winner is and he looks down at the card and he kind of looks like around and then it's kind of like solid and you think like oh what is he being like funny or something like okay. he's building up the suspense and then he uh shows the card to Faye Dunaway and oh. she says la la land so then the La La Land people come up, uh, and they won, and they're giving their speeches. And then I think uh, in the background, you can see, like, people with headsets and stuff, like, moving around in the background. And you're like, wait, what is that? Mm. Okay, then, so it's the so wrong, then at the, end, the people. Okay. <laughs> or no, so then at the end of the speech, the one, I got, the one guy, uh, like, he clued, and they're, like, wrapping up, and the guy goes, oh, and we lost, by the way. And then, like, sort of annoyed... He, one of the producers says that there's like three La, La Land producers up there. Okay. And then another La, La Land producer comes up and goes, no, no, really. Moonlight, you won Best Picture. And they're like, what? And he's like, no, this isn't a joke. You won. And then he grabs a card, I think another card from Warren Beatty, and holds it up, and it says Moonlight. Okay. And so then the Moonlight people come up and go, like, what is going on? 
And then Warren Beatty comes to the mic and says, like, look, here's what happened. They gave me the best actress card that oh. said Emma Stone La La Land on it. Oh, my God. And that's why he was confused. Okay. And then so Moonlight wins. <laughs> so Moonlight won Best Picture. Oh. And that's how they end. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Because I guess because there's two sets of cards like on each side of the stage okay so that when the like um so when they announced best actress did they not grab the right card or no something? they did because there's two cards see because usually they'll give the winner the card too so they'll have like the oscar in one hand and then the card in the other okay and they kind of keep both like you know as a memento okay so emma stone had her card okay but there's two sets of cards on each side of the stage so whichever side the presenters come out they can just hand them the card and like there's they don't have to like cross the stage to get cards and everything okay so i guess the accountant that was holding the cards was tweeting or something and then he hands oh he accidentally hands the wrong card and you can see it on the telecast, like, when they're holding it. Like, if you look and zoom in, it says Best Actress on the outside. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So, it was, uh, what was it? What was her name? Um, the other, the other presenter. I guess it was sort of Faye Dunaway who did it. Because yes. Warren Beatty <laughs> yes. sort of knew something was wrong. Yes. But the thing is, usually with those cards, like, it'll say in big letters, like, say, Emma Stone. And then in little letters, like, La La Land, the movie. Right. But on these cards, they were the exact same size. Okay. So you couldn't tell, like... Right. So it's not like La La Land was little... And Emma Stone's name was Big. Right. So she probably just looked, saw La La Land. And then said... And said okay. La La Land. Okay. Wow. So, I'm pretty sure that guy that tweeted got fired. Or, well, yeah, or I think... yeah, the, He won't those, be asked yeah, to return. Count, yeah, they've like been fired from the Oscars, I think. He, but. Will, he will not be returning for the next Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. So, what was the Moonlight people? Well, okay, so I, I don't know what to ask. Like, what, what was the Moonlight speech then? Like, honestly, I was just freaking out at that moment. Like, <laughs> I didn't hear what they were saying, you know? I think they probably had something prepared that they didn't really say because they were so surprised. Okay. All right. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so not only was it a fairly big upset. Yeah. Even if nothing, none of the weird stuff had happened, it still would have been sort of shocking that Moonlight won. Even though right. they're sort of, if you think about it, it's not really that shocking. But Right. Well, because here's, all the other categories are, you vote for one person. Right. And then whoever has the most votes wins. Right. But with Best Picture, it's, um, see, now I'm blanking on the term, but it's, uh, something 
ballot. It's you have you rank all the best you rank all the best pictures from I guess there's nine, so like one to nine. Right. And then you need so you need like a certain like plurality to win okay. best picture. Right. So there's like multiple ballots going on. And then say so It's like a rank system? Yeah. Okay. Let's... Got, what is it? It's the something ballot. I can't believe I'm blanking on this term. Well, but I, I've heard, I know. I know I've heard called, a million times. But... I know it's called ranked voting in in terms of in political mm-hmm. uh, terms, but uh, I'm not very sure what it would be called in uh, the Oscars, though, or in the film industry, because that concept exists in the uh, in politics. It doesn't like Maine. I think they did that for the Maine. presidential. Yes. Didn't they? Yeah, Maine did it for the presidential and Utah just started uh or or Utah just subscribed to this format. So the the preferential ballot. That's okay. the term. Okay. Yes. And yeah, it's basically a ranked system like if your number one doesn't make it then your number 2 is considered as the number one now. Yeah, or then, so it depends so the first round of voting, La La Land could have, you know, possibly been the top vote getter. Yeah. Right. But then say, and then the second round. And then but the, the second round, like the lowest vote, number one vote getter drops out. Right. So what's number two on everyone's ballot? And then that and then, becomes number one. And that could get yeah more number ones until they get yeah however high they want to get yeah. So then it makes sense because La La Land had a lot of people who loved it, but right. then a lot of people who didn't like it. And yeah. probably put it really low. Right. But Moonlight, you know, obviously it would have its fair share of number ones. It probably, if if thinking that La La Land, it would be number two. two. Yeah. yeah. It'd be it would already two. be number two. Yeah. So. And it's also more likely to be people's number twos. Right. Because it's just, to me, everything about it, it's just filmmaking executed at such... A calculated like a good, level? Yeah, like a good high level of excellence. Yeah. That like everything about like the performances and the direction and the cinematography and the score. Right. And even the story and how it's structured. It's all just great. Like even if say like you didn't personally connect with the film. You can you still, still admire. Like the... yeah, objectively you can still say, say, well that's a really great movie. Yeah, that's still really good because oh, this stuff. Like, mm. how they compose this scene and whatever. Right. <clears throat> and I could see people say, like, if Arrival was their number one, like, they'd be more likely to say Moonlight number two than La La Land. Right. Okay. This is an interesting system. Mm-hmm. And I think I like this system. Or at least from what I hear about it. Like... I do. I wish they would just have ten nominees, because to me that just seems cleaner. Yeah. I wish they'd either go back to five or just keep it at ten, because like, they have a like you have to get so many votes in order to get in, so it can be anywhere from five to ten nominees. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I think having a ten nominees would be good. Because that, especially because they did that for the first two years. Yeah. And some interesting movies got in, like yeah. Up and Toy Story 3 were nominated. Yes. And District 9 was nominated. Yes. And The Blind Side. Even though, you know, you might not like The Blind Side, but that's at least 
sort of an interesting kind of popular choice to get in. Okay, yeah. Like and just... then some other small movies got in too, like An Education and A Serious Man and right. like these kind of things. So interesting choices are coming out of this new system. Yeah, and instead now a lot of times you just get your typical Oscar movies get in. A lot of times like Theory of Everything yeah. will get in, but then the other movies won't. The Oscar baity types of films, yeah. But then again, but you'll still get like a Mad Max Fury Road getting in. Yeah. And like a Hell or High Water getting in. Right. But at the same time, I wonder if there was only five, like I want to know what five would have been the nominees. Okay. Well, yeah. But that's just me like kind of being an Oscar nerd. Like, yeah. I wish they would just say, like, I want the numbers. I want them to release the numbers. <laughs> like, I want to know how close was the vote this year. <laughs> or, like, I wish they would even do it, like, say, like, 50 years later. Like, why not just tell us, like, how close was the vote for All Quiet on the Western Front versus whatever movies came out that year? Well, like, wouldn't that just increase interest well, in the Academy? Like, what's the point of keeping it a secret? Well, yeah, I mean... I'm not very sure about the 50 years thing, because that just sounds a little too much like the government documents. And... <laughs> but why not? I mean, if they have to have, like, a re like if there's some reason why they keep it, like, if they don't want to well, I would say disparage the winners or something, well, what is I, it? I would say, like, just not have it at 50 years, because at that So, like, point, 20 years, yeah, then. Just, like... 10 I years. Yeah, I, I would do... say 10 years, But yes. see, but I'm thinking, because there's already, like, 100 years worth of information, and I feel like they're not going to dump... Like the first seventy years of well, stuff all well, at once. Well, how about how about this then? Like just just the every every year there's like a new thing, right? And like there's and then every and then every like I guess ten years the new the newest Oscar gets their documents released. So then it catches up. That's after a point. Yeah, I want that. That I don't think they'll ever do it, but I want it. Yeah, I think that would be a very interesting just to see how the system works. Mm -hmm. And I guess we can talk about the system now. Or do you want to go over closing ceremony? Well, that's it. After that wins, it's over. Okay. I, I think I, Jimmy I Kimmel was a closing ceremony thing. All right. Well, I think Jimmy Kimmel. Well, he usually did like an episode of his show right after. Right. But I don't think he did that this year because he was hosting. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Um. But yeah, so I guess we can talk about how Oscars are kind of like how people vote mm -hmm. and like what decides their voting and stuff. So, I mean, you mentioned politics. It is pretty political. It is. There's a very political aspect to this and it's and both in in the negative term, the negative way that we describe politics, too, is kind of involved in this. Um I don't know if I structured that sentence correctly <laughs> at all, but <laughs> but what I'm saying is that um, is that when people like people who are um, voting for the Oscars, I guess uh, what what are they called? Oscar voters, I guess. The Academy. The Academy voters, the people who who can say I not I vote for this, I vote for that, mm -hmm. whatever. Generally, those pe people's names are public knowledge. And the, uh, what was it? Well, we know, yeah, we know who's in the Academy. Yeah, we know who's in the Academy. We know who they can vote for and what they can vote for. Uh, so what happens is that 
producers and the production companies uh, creates like relations with these voters. Mm -hmm. And there's campaigns like each Oscar film has a campaign. Yeah. Yeah. In order to gain their, I guess, vote. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, you're they're basically buying votes out of the people who are voting, I guess. How how do I describe this better without using the word voter as much? Um, no, I guess, but they are voters. That's what they are. Oh, well, yeah. I mean... Or academy they're, members. They're buying the votes out of the academy members. And... But the thing is, that's not really... Like, I don't think that's particularly, like, why a film wins or not. Like, you need to have a campaign to make people watch the movies. Yes. But after that, like, they'll probably, they'll usually make a decision either based on popular opinion. Yes. Or on what they, you know, liked the best. Well, this is, but you're more so describing the bigger nominees, or the bigger uh, award, like uh, Best Picture and Director and such, in which that is much more based on popularity, but things like the best score or but that had the song had um a controversy a couple years ago where i guess because one of the nominees was it was a song i think it was called alone but not alone and it was from this small like tiny movie that no one had heard of right and then it turned out that the person had i guess maybe like not illegally emailed the people but like not like against the rules of the academy had like right emailed them saying something so then that movie got that song got disqualified right right uh like obviously you're not supposed to do things that like break the rules Mm -hmm. but generally you can bend it far enough to gain the the, gain the vote i guess to get what you want out of the deal yeah but the thing is well, I'm now good. everyone votes for it. Like it used to be, I think that like only, like say production designers, right? They only vote for who's nominated, but right. then everyone votes for who wins, right? I think it used to be that only the production designers would vote for who wins production design, right? Yeah, and so, yeah. So now it basically is just popularity. That's why I thought La La Land would just win everything because people would just check off La La Land for everything. Right. But they didn't. But then there's still things like the loudest movie will probably win sound. Right. The movie with the most visual effects generally wins yeah. best visual effects, except for when Ex Machina won. Yeah. Even though that had like a character who was. I thought a that complete was the visual point. effect. That was the point, right? It was that there was a character that was a mm-hmm. visual effect, and that's why it was so surprising, or whatever, or so good in terms of visual effects. I guess, but I think it's just that people really liked that movie and wanted okay wanted to vote for it somewhere. Okay, because well. it didn't get a best picture nomination. All right. Yeah, I could see if there was ten, maybe that would have been the tenth that year. It's just a whole thing. Or, yeah, or there's, or like you said, there's old habits that people just vote for, like, trends. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, uh, was it? <laughs> the animated films 
it's always either a Pixar or a Disney film. Mm-hmm. Except the one time Spirited Away one. Well, then, and the the Triplets of Belleville one one year. Like, sometimes weird well, things Wallace happen. Well, Wallace and Gromit won one year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I think it used to be, that might have been one where you had to, like, sign something saying you had seen all the movies. Right. And at this point, it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. At this point, that's not the case anymore. But, uh, yeah, it used to be a lot better. And now it's just going to Pixar and going to mm-hmm. uh, Disney. I think that is also in part to beca- uh, because of their Oscars campaigns for those films. Yeah. Because then you'll always get like one or two yeah. foreign language nominees. Yeah. But those, I don't think... So you're getting more nominees, but you're not really getting winners out of those. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because you kind of want to see the, like a bigger diversity of what mm-hmm. wins. And yeah. Not every, it's not what deserves to win. <laughs> it's not things that deserve to win that wins. Yeah, but then it's all subjective. But at the same time, it's like, oh, so obviously Academy members just... Well, it's because for animated film, there's the idea that they're just like talking to their grandkid and say, hey, what movie did you like this year? And they say, Zootopia. It's like, I'm voting for Zootopia. Yeah. I mean, that's that's also a feeling is that they... Is that maybe they didn't watch the film. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like 12 Years a Slave was a big one where... A lot of them probably didn't watch that movie, but they yeah. voted for it anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, it deserved to win, kind of luckily, but... Or the artist, but I think that's much more of a niche type of thing, like voting for it because it was very niche. hmm So, yeah. And that's the Oscars 2017. Hooray! All right, so where do we put this on the list? <laughs> Who knows? That's up to you. Yeah. All right, let me bring it out. Oh, my God. People tweeting all the time. All right. Where is the thing that I need to go on to? And then, ultimately, I wanted to say that at first, I was kind of annoyed that, like, well, now this is this going to somehow taint moonlight's win and sort of overshadow it but really no one remembers oscar ceremonies all that much yeah and so people looking back they'll just see that moonlight won yeah and there won't be like any asterisks next to it because it did win yeah so it'll just yeah it'll join the ranks of out of africa and the broadway melody (laughs) and (laughs) okay so we have 73 uh entries at this point so yes where should i put the oscars 2017 or what should i say the 89th academy awards ceremony Mm -hmm. yes hmm i mean it was fun watching it well, the thing is that it's like a three-hour-long it was lo- It was long this year, too. I feel like they went like an hour over. Okay. So, then I will say... Well, do you think it's better than The Shallows? 
Yes, I guess. I probably had more fun watching the Oscars than this channel. <laughs> what about Certain Woman? Huh. Or the, like, would it go just in between those two? Or Doctor Strange. Those are the three right next to each other. I mean, I'd rather watch Doctor Strange, I guess. Okay, so we'll put it under Doctor Strange then. Can I edit this? <laughs> All right. Trying to. Oh, I have to get. The... I have to download the docs. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. All right. So n number four, number forty-five, will be the Academy Awards eighty-ninth edition. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll be back next year. With the 90th. Yep, when Star Wars Episode 8, eight. wins Best Picture. <laughs> ah, I seriously doubt that. Or no, when Logan wins Best Picture. Maybe a teaser for the next episode. Oh, okay. Or Get Out. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Those are definitely the two best movies I've seen this year. Oh, Okay, okay. They're also the only two movies that did this. All right, all right. <laughs> so that wasn't a spoiler because yes. it's just a factual statement. Yes, they are also the two worst movies. Oh that yeah, seen this year. Yes, is what you should be saying. All right, and yep, that's it. All right. So on behalf of Jimmy Kimmel and <laughs> and the Academy Awards. Should we should we also rate the statues that they get or no? Do they well, look prettier this year? I mean, they're always the same. They are. Okay. Well then. You used to be able to like buy them off people, but now you're not allowed. Okay. <laughs> like they just have to give them back to the academy, I guess, if they don't want them. Yeah. All right. Well, they they put the name engraved onto it too. Yeah, but you could, like, just buy one off of somebody and you could just have it, like, sitting, like, on your desk. Think about that. There's, like, an Oscarologist who has one. That's great. And he just kind of, he brings it out sometimes. And it's just like, yeah, remember when, uh... Remember when you could buy an Oscar? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. That's it. <laughs> so, until next time, you can follow me on and and you're and you're calvin i don't know if we did you say your name i know you said my name i said your name but i did not say my name <laughs> you can follow calvin on uh twitter declining prod at twitter on twitter on twitter at, at declining, declining prod. prod okay and you can follow me dave at pop culture loser on twitter and also, you could track us down on Facebook using super... If you can use context clues to figure out who we are. Yes. <laughs> I guess so. Yes. 